The following segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. You're my courage when I worry in the dead of night. You're my strength cause I'm not strong enough to win this fight. You are greater Hey, welcome back everybody. My name is Nicole Golden and I'm joined with my husband Bryant Golden and obviously we are not Bill Bunkley. We are here for him and um, so honored that he would ask us to um, fill this hour for him. Yeah. But you are going to recognize Bryant's voice as the host. Well, you can tell him that. Yeah, host of Unfiltered Radio. <laughs> so uh, if you tune in 9.30 a.m. weekdays as well as generally 6.30 p.m. unfilteredradio.com. Appreciate all of you who listen and uh, yeah, it's so awesome to be on here with my wife and honestly we're just sharing a little bit of our story yeah our story of um, my mental illness and what it did to our marriage early on and so if you're just tuning in I'd encourage you to go back and listen um, to the beginning just to get caught up because I'm gonna I'm here to tell you we've been um, brutally honest and tried to be funny throughout this Um, speaking of which uh, I can't I just, stay still. No, you can't stay still. So just as realize. you're listening, if you're hearing the chair creak, I'm like perfectly centered, like right behind my microphone. I'm obeying all of the different, like keep the mic close, all this other stuff. Brian's over there like a four-year-old. I mean, he's twisting. And then like all of a sudden I'm hearing, dunk. I he's hit like the hitting the plexiglass. Yeah. Then you're like coughing up hairballs. Like though he like <laughs> middle of speech. On. And then, like, I'm also, like, when you're taking drinks, you're like, gong, gong, gong. Yeah. I mean, it is, like, so I'm sorry in advance. I didn't know I was bringing my toddler. <laughs> Just joking, yeah. baby. Hopefully you got the All gist the of what we were saying uh, in spite of me. All the love. I, yeah, I don't know what my deal is. I, I don't know Too either. much coffee, but it whatever. It is what it is. Okay, so we've been talking just about, you know... Um, I told a little bit about my diagnosis of anxiety, depression, borderline personality disorder, and how I really came to the understanding and realization that like God was not going to heal me of all of these things this side of heaven, um, but he was going to help me get healthy so that I could share my story with people and say like, hey, yeah, this side of heaven, there's a lot of bad stuff going on, and we're going to have to walk through a lot of hard stuff. Um but God is gonna God God can redeem it and use our scars to tell His story and um, and so I do remember you know getting the diagnoses and really feeling kind of this relief of okay something's happening to me that we can get control of and you know you and I both started learning about anxiety depression and borderline personality disorder but then I think the next thing the next big hurdle we had to jump was you know we have four children um, eight six four and one we didn't at the time we didn't at the time but. But we were we we were pregnant with our first at the time, and or shortly after yeah, I guess shortly yeah. after, and I remember you and I were both kind of like, and I I I feel like thinking back, I sensed it from you a lot. I don't know how how much you actually talked about it, but I sensed this fear of like, great, what's going to happen to our kids? Are they going to get this? You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, th- I definitely think that was early on because there's this. Um, you know, I, all of us want this kind of moment of, okay, we're going to deal with this and you just kind of mentioned it. We're going to be, be healed over. and we're yeah. going to move on. And what you said is so important because yeah, I think it's sometimes it's easy to think because we are still struggling with something that like, okay, well, what's God doing? Or why didn't mm. this get taken away? Or why wasn't I able to pray this away? And it's yeah. so easy to get caught up in that when the reality is what you said. We've, we haven't been promised that. And yeah. there's some things, it may be a struggle for a long time. And then when you start to add on to that, like the 
kind of the scariness of some kind of multi-generational yes. struggle. And there was, I, I think this reality, I remember um, at a certain point set in where I was like, man, this is a real thing. Like this mm-hmm. is a real battle. Yeah. And it I only me. laugh because it's just funny. You're like, oh, okay. yeah. Even though, you know, because we moved through a terrible first year and then and this is not prescriptive for everybody. So just this is just descriptive of our experiences. Yeah. You know, healing a lot of times takes a long time. But mm-hmm. there was in our particular case, a really dramatic uh, change even a year, a year and a half in, but that um, wasn't where magical. God began to heal. Wasn't magical because you said like we, like you know, during the break you said you wanted to highlight this. What did you yeah, say? Yeah. So um, the the thing that I would say to skip around a little bit, but the, I guess to land on that point for a second is, you know, when you get to that place where you're really struggling uh, and you're not sure what's going on, or maybe it is a mental illness. The thing that I would say in our case is you have to be radical and mm. extreme in your commitment to get help. Yeah. And that was, if I can say this about you and what I watched as you walked through all of this is that's what it took. Yeah. And in so many cases and not just with mental illness is, you know, we want to get to the other side and we want to get to a place of healing and health. But a Mm. lot of times we don't want to pay the price to get there Yes, and it's hard. And it took thousands of dollars in counseling that we didn't have. It took taking a trip up to meet with some people in another state because like, Hey, this, I think this might help us in our journey. It took, um, I mean, you, I had to hear a lot of hard things that I yeah, didn't want to hear. And it would be easier to just go, I'm not going to do this yeah. anymore because none of us like to confront stuff yeah. um, that's really hard or to look back and have to dig up some painful things from our past. But you are willing to do all of it mm. and your desire to be healthy and whole basically superseded Mm. all of the other fears of embarrassment and just the struggle and how hard it was. And so I just want to say this to you, if you're in a place of struggle is you may not be healed, Mm. but you can get to a place of healing and health, but it is going to take more than you think it's going to take. And it's going to require more extreme measures than maybe right now you're even comfortable with. But if you are willing to do it, um, God can do incredible things in your life because as bad as things were for us, yeah. and this is a really important part of our story that we want to make sure is told. Um, though you talk like openly, well, I haven't been healed completely. It's a battle. It's a struggle. But uh, I'm healthy. But uh, healthy and whole. And our marriage is great. Yeah. I mean, we. But before you know, we go there, I just want to yeah. say this um, on my Scar Stories podcast that you can find on iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, all my socials at, at Nicole Fay Golden. Um, but I interviewed Tony Newhoff. She wrote a book called When You Split. And when I was talking to her, she said, you know, um, when you're walking through a difficult time in your life or in your marriage, you've got to beware of the cheerleaders. And, and, what I want to say is, is you need to get the right cheerleaders around so good, you yeah. and not the cheerleaders of like, just walk away, just run, just leave, just get out of, you know, I think sometimes we hate being uncomfortable. So we just want to quit whatever is making us feel uncomfortable. But we had to stay in and and, and I will say the reason why I was able to be so brave in counseling was because Bryant was loving me. Like Jesus Christ loves us. And and I say this, but like I never understood the gospel 
like I like I do now until Bryant was loving me at my absolute worst and that provided for me the security and the safety to go in and to get the help that I needed to get um, and so I would say if you're not the one battling with mental illness but you're in relationship with mm-hmm. someone who is your love and forgiveness and being able to put grace over whatever they're walking through is going to help them get help and and um Brian just gave me a, oh, okay. I was going to say he gave me the finger, but not the finger you're thinking, just the he has something to say <laughs> finger. But uh, just a second, babe. I'm on a roll here. Yeah, go ahead. But um, one other person that I had interviewed um, on Scar Stories, if you've heard of the organization to write love on her arms, that organization was started as a result of Renee Yohi and I, Yoy, and I um, interviewed her mom, Dina, and she was talking about like, um, she, at one point she sat her daughter down who battled with mental illness and self-harm and addiction and everything else and um, she said to her daughter Renee like what do I need to do to help you get healthy and she's like she was ready to write down all these different things and her daughter just looked at her and said you get healthy yourself and Dina wrote this awesome book um, Hope for Hurting Parents um, that's not it it's called You're Not Alone her website is Hope for Hurting Parents but it's called You're Not Alone and, and she talks about the importance of if you're in relationship with someone with mental illness the best thing you can do for yourself is to get help so that you can be healthy and you can love that mm-hmm person healthily yeah um it's so so important so um but what would, what were you giving well, me the just, finger just for just from the perspective of somebody who is in relationship with an individual who's struggling struggling with mental illness uh whatever that looks like or whatever that diagnosis is is the commitment um to walk with that person through it and i know yeah. everybody's circumstance is different but um, that that's difficult as well and mm. so there there has to be um, and we're not talking about this, if you're in an unsafe situation. Exactly. Exactly. But, um, I just feel like you, that's important you're, to say. Yeah, absolutely. But you're in a relationship where you really do have to come to the place of, I can't fix this and I mm. can't fix them. And a lot of times in our, our wanting to do that, our frustration takes over mm-hmm. to where we can't ever get traction in the relationship. And again, it's not easy. No. It's going to require more than you want to give out. But I've, I've said often, I really mean it, and this is only in hindsight, we're 10 years past this in our relationship, but you're in relationship with somebody and outside of what you said, unhealth in terms of abuse or whatever, which you, you shouldn't be in that relationship no. if that's the case. But outside of that, like you're in that relationship, I believe, because God put you there. Mm. And and it's so easy to maybe become resentful of another individual who's struggling. But mm. I, at some level, you need what God wants to teach you as mm. you walk through this. In our relationship and marriage, I needed what God wanted to do in me through what you were struggling with mm. with mental illness. And if I would have just cut and run... Um, there's no doubt that God wouldn't have done any of the things that he's yeah. done in my life. And so like, it, it's, it's difficult. There's no yeah. way to paint some like perfect picture, but you have to be willing to go, do I love this person to the extent of I'm willing to give up my life in the sense of I'm going to do everything I can to learn them mm. and to know how to help them and to know what's happening to them so that I can be there when they're triggered and, and we can begin to grow toward health and healing. Because if you have two people who can can do that, um, that's an incredible thing. And God can begin to work through that uh, to get to the place that you want to get. And now 10 years later, 
like we, you know, I, I think we can say this. We're we're kind of in a place of yeah. a marriage that we dreamed of back when we were dating. Oh, 100%. Despite all of the stuff that we've walked through in the mental illness. Yeah, and we have four beautiful children. And I think, like, just to end this segment with kind of what we did with the kids, um, I remember when I was pregnant with our first, Brooke, who's eight now, I sat in my counselor's office. And I've been with the same counselor for 11 years now. It's been an out- yeah. awesome. But I sat in his office. And I was just in tears, like, what if she gets this? And I never forget him looking at me and saying, like, because you are healthy and you're seeking help, you're going to be able to see the signs of when she's going to need help, you know? And there have been different times where we've noticed different things in our kids and and we've taken them to counseling with us or we've talked it out in counseling just to be like, okay, we want to make sure we're on it. Um, But I will say those of us who have mental illness, are owning it, and who are walking in community and walking in counseling, um, you, you you do have a little bit of a radar to know, okay, wait, that's not right. We've got to fix this. We've got to work through this. Yeah. And, um, and and really get your kids the help that they need if, if they yeah, get to that point. Yeah, and I point. think that is so important because we talked about the fear earlier in this segment yeah. of, I don't struggle with that same fear about what's going to happen to my kids because so much of mental illness is environmental. Yes. It's not all, but a a lot of it is. And so we're probably more equipped because we've had to fight through this, like you just said, to really be able to recognize things in our kids and be able to help them. And so that doesn't need to be a fear for yeah. us. Um, and honestly, like you said, being honest with them yes. is has been one of the, the most powerful things with our in our relationship. Who's eight. Like mommy has anxiety. Mommy sees, you know, Dr. Kevin, those sorts of things. And um, mommy's getting help. And, and I would say, be honest with your children if they're old enough to understand understand because sometimes if you're in situations where they don't know what's going on they'll automatically blame themselves so conversing with them about that. And I want to let you know, we did a series just talking about some of the marriage side of this called Relationship Goals. And so if you go to BrianGolden.org, it'll link you to Centerpoint, to Unfiltered, and you can um, watch or listen to those messages. But um, it'll it'll kind of give you a little bit more about what we're talking about right now. And then you head over to my website, NicoleGolden.org, for more on our story and more mental health resources. But again, we're so grateful to Bill Bunkley for letting us take over for about an hour and we'll be back with our last segment in just a minute. The preceding segment was pre-recorded for broadcast at this time.